Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. This Weekly Standard Podcast is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Whether you live in one of the many communities dependent upon sugar production or are a taxpayer saving scarce federal dollars, you're benefiting from America's sugar producers. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Today's podcast, we've got Fred Barnes, editor of the Weekly Standard. Happy to have you. And I got to tell you, this IRS story, it's exploding by the minute. Well, it is. Uh, remember, it was only a few days ago that we heard about it first. Uh, from an IRS official who said, well, it was just a few small people uh, down in Cincinnati who had targeted uh, Tea Party and other conservative groups, and, of course, they had no political bias. Now we know it went all the way to Washington. Uh, the top IRS officials, uh, one of them knew in, in 2011, all the rest of them, uh, the major ones at, at the very top, the director and, and the number two person, they knew about it. Uh, in 2012, yet wrote letters and testified before Congress that there was no targeting of Tea Party or other conservative groups whatsoever. Um, and, of course, we know that was wrong. We know, for instance, now that in many cases uh, they actually were demanding to know who the donors were. Right. Uh, who were the big donors to your uh, these various groups? Well, who wants to know that information? That's the particular information that the Obama re-election campaign and Democratic groups wanted to find out. So if these were big donors, uh, they would reveal their names in hoping to either uh, uh, persecute them or to get them to avoid persecution in public, to get them to stop donating to conservative and Republican causes. So it's uh, we're going to hear more. They're going to be uh, tested. There will be hearings, uh, well, certainly this week before the House Ways and Means Committee on Friday. There'll be something for the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, so this is this IR, the IRS scandal has legs, Michael. Uh, I uh, helped start the Tea Party movement up in Boston as a radio talk mm -hmm. show host. I wrote a book about them, and I talked to some of my Tea Party folks yesterday, and they told me one of the questions that they were being asked was, do you know any politicians, and then do you know any people who are thinking about running for public office? Mm -hmm. Once again, who would want to know that other than people who are interested in the politics? But the, uh, uh, today, as we record this, uh, uh, Fred, as Jay Carney said earlier, you know, we, we knew nothing about this until we read it in the paper. Someone followed up and said, but this story's been around for two years. There have already been congressional hearings. Did no mm -hmm. one at the White House know? And he acknowledged that people inside the White House did know about mm -hmm. the concerns, but they just never chose to do anything about it. Yeah, well, and of course, the, the uh, Obama at his press conference uh, on Monday tried to dismiss it as, uh, uh, as uh, some, you know, an independent agency, right. uh, as if... Uh, it had nothing to do with him whatsoever. Uh, somehow, uh, uh, the word had gotten out that uh, these groups were ones that Obama didn't like, that were working against him, um, at least on an issue basis. And uh, and it, if this were just done on a nonpartisan or bipartisan, a nonpartisan basis, uh, then why weren't they also uh, uh, targeting liberal groups? Uh, so it, it's clear what they've done. You know, one of the things that when you say, well, it's just a bunch of uh, IRS lower uh, great uh, officials in Cincinnati. Uh, the truth is, the uh, people who work for government tend to be liberal and pro-democratic. Not all of them, but uh, uh, certainly the majority are. Someone did a uh, went and looked up the fundraising of, of people who work for IRS, and it was about two to one Democratic in the 2012 election. Look, that doesn't mean you can't get a fair shake uh, from the sure. Internal Revenue Service, but in 2010, 11, and 12 conservative groups were being targeted and persecuted. 
uh, we also know that the Associated Press was being targeted for a blizzard of uh, wiretaps. I mean, just, I, I don't think they investigated the Whitey Bulger case in Massachusetts as deeply as they did this. And now uh, Attorney General Eric Holder has announced he's recusing himself from the investigation. What do you see of significance in the latest news, Fred? <laughs> he wants to duck talking about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, uh, I mean, there's so many elements of this. It's, uh, uh, it's just ridiculous. I, I like the word blizzard that, that you used. I, uh, the one I was thinking of was they were carpet bombing right. the Associated Press with, with wiretaps. They even wiretapped the switchboard at, <laughs> at AP headquarters. <laughs> then all the, all, the, all the phones and emails and everything of the, uh, the reporters for AP. Uh, I mean, it was, among other things, it was monumentally uh, hypocritical. Uh, this is the kind of thing that Obama criticized in the campaign, and it's the kind of thing he said he would never do, and of course he's doing it in space. It brings out another thing, too, and that's the media. Now, naturally, since it's uh, the Associated Press, the mainstream media's gotten, they're in high dudgeon over this. They're furious about this. I rather doubt if they'd be, have the same reaction if it were the Weekly Standard or Fox News or your radio show that was mm-hmm. being wiretapped. Uh, but we have this... Uh, uh, in, it really takes a lot to anger uh, or to even to have normal reporting by this mainstream media of Obama and his White House. But I'll have to say that it's finally, they uh, the, one, the IRS scandal, two, this AP thing, mm-hmm. three, Benghazi. Right. Uh, Sibelius, the, uh, the media don't forget we have gotten better. We, we have you know, Sibel- when we were we talking have... earlier, we talked about uh, about Watergate right. and uh, and water and and. Uh, the reporting that was done by Woodward and Bernstein was laborious and months. They had to dig and dig and dig. They didn't have a hearing where three former State Department officials came and <laughs> testified, and then they could, and then that could become the story. Sure. All they had to do was cover a congressional hearing. They had to go out and do really hard digging reporting, uh, and we have not seen anything in that neighborhood you know, from the White House press corps. Under Obama, yeah, it's amazing. I, I, I was trying to mention uh, Sebelius' case, where you have the head of the Health and Human Services going to people she regulates and saying, "I need money for mm-hmm. our political agenda of you know expanding Obamacare acts. You know, more people get involved in Obamacare." And that would be, I mean, that, that's that's the kind of thing you normally would keep secret, but apparently they just do it. They take mm-hmm. the money and they assume the press corps will never cover the obvious scandal of a regulator shading, shaking down the regulated for cash. Michael, they guessed correctly. They really did. Outside the conservative media, it was a one-day story. That was it. It's gone. Well, Forget it. Fred, I, I mentioned to you my uh, wife had never seen all the president's men. Mm-hmm. So Sunday night in the spirit of the moment, I we, we got it on Netflix and watched it. And she, after it was over, I looked at her and said, you know, if Woodward and Bernstein had worked the same way on the Watergate story as the press corps in D.C. has done on the Obama administration, Nixon would have served three terms. Yeah. And that is yeah, really the difference. My last question for you, Fred, is yep. you've seen these scandals before, and you've also seen how desperate the uh, media establishment is to celebrate one of their own. And they truly mm-hmm. see Obama as one of their own, an academic, you know, progressive are we at the point where people will start doing journalism again, other than just at the Weekly Standard and Fox News? Are we going to see a widespread return to good old-fashioned reporting? Or is this just a moment that we'll live through, and six months from now it'll be, oh, that was all whipped up by the Republicans and we've moved on? That was a great, that's a great question, and we are at a turning point. Whether we will actually turn or not, whether the mainstream media will turn, I don't know. It is, a, it is Obama's a, a second four years in office, and he doesn't have a real agenda 
doesn't have any influence on Capitol Hill, so there's not much left for them to cover except the scandals. I think the IRS one is bound to have legs, uh, and people are going to want to know uh, uh, whether the White House was involved. I think reporters will pursue that. Benghazi, where there was obvious lying, uh, may peter out after after a few days. The AP story, well, I mean, there. I think what's happened is it's not one story, but there's so many of them that have hit so suddenly that uh, this may be a turning point for the media. Whenever you see New York Times columnist uh, a Marine Dow going in repeated columns after the Obama White House, you know something has happened. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for joining us for this weekly Standard podcast brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Also check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.